0: The following podcast is audio from the YouTube series, The Number Two Show. If you like what you're hearing with your earballs, you should see it with your eyeballs. Visit the Points YouTube to watch. Is NFL Sunday the most sacred day of the week? How far would you go to support your NFL habit? And what team has the worst fans? More on that today on the only deuce you're going to need, the number two show. I'm Rafe Williams and welcome back to the number two show, the only show getting paid to put a camera in the bathroom. Take that, Chuck Berry. With the start of football season, we thought we'd take a moment to acknowledge those who fought and served. The heroes. We've all seen them. Grown adults transformed into tribal warriors by the power of team jerseys of men half their age and overpriced beer. NFL fans. It's a religion for some, an obsession for others, and a horrifying glance into the depths of human passion for the uninitiated. So follow me through the glory hole for today's main topic. NFL Fandom. It's more than just a game to folks, okay? It's an excuse to drink beer before noon on a Sunday. NFL Fandom isn't for the weak, it's for the hardcore. The ones who paint their faces and, God forbid, their bare chests and bellies in sub-zero temperatures. This is the Coliseum of modern times. So why is an NFL Sunday sacred for some and sacrilege for others? Maybe it's the ritual of it all, the pregame barbecue, the gathering of the faithful around the flat-screen altar to offer up the sacrifice of the wing of fowl and the blood of queso. Or perhaps it's that on any given Sunday, your team, no matter how underdog they are, can upset the football gods and come out a victor. Which brings us to this guy. Let me introduce you to Xavier Chiefsaholic Babadar. Remember earlier when I asked how far you'd go for your NFL team? Well, this dude went all the way. He ended up in handcuffs. No, not in a kinky Las Vegas furry convention kind of way. More of an armed robbery and money laundering kind of way. Our man Xavier wasn't laundering jerseys, okay? He was robbing banks and laundering the cold hard cash in casinos. This unreleased fifth season of Ozark is going to be wild, bruh. This well-known Chiefs fan was so notorious that when he ghosted a game last December, it was like Waldo went missing, and everybody was looking. And they found him. Boom. The guy's all over the FBI's most wanted list. Pat McAfee called him the wolf to jump bail, and honestly, I wish I'd have coined that one, but I am going to go ahead and trademark the bench trial as the judge who tried wolf. Much better, Pat. In the wildest sports story involving a wolf since Scott Howard led the Beacon High Beavers to a championship in 1985... Babadar allegedly nabbed 70 grand from just one heist, and he had to make a tough choice. One Taylor Swift concert or an entire season of front row NFL ticks. So the next time you think about how deep your fan loyalty runs, remember Xavier Chiefsaholic Babadar. But not all fans are furry-wearing, casino-haunting felons on the FBI's Most Wanted list, although they are pretty damn bad. Which brings us to a segment I like to call Top of the Tank. On this week's Top of the Tank, we're going to take a look at a list of the most annoying fan bases in football based on a survey compiled by Gambling.com, because who else would I trust for a fair, unbiased, totally on the up-and-up list than an online gambling syndicate? So here we go. It's time for the takedowns of the top five worst NFL fandoms. Coming in at number five, the Green Bay Packers, where the team is the town because the town blows. The city where everyone should be on Ozempic and football isn't just a sport, it's a lifestyle. Literally, it's the only goddamn thing to do in that town. The second most notable thing about Green Bay, besides the Packers, is that it's, quote, the toilet paper capital of the world and its last claim to fame, other than the Lombardi Trophy, and I swear to God, I'm not making this up, was offering the first splinter-free toilet paper in the 1930s. Extra, extra, read all about it. No more splinters in your sphincter, thanks to the Green Bay Paper Packing Company. Mr. Mr. Buy a paper? Green Bay is so uneventful, the most exciting thing to happen off the field is debating which cheese pairs best with existential boredom. You guys put all your eggs in one basket, and guess what? That basket is woven from Brett Favre's misappropriated welfare funds and decades of shattered playoff dreams. Mm. I mean, the city's tourist website should just be a picture of Lambeau Field with a caption saying, Why in the hell are you still here? The game's over. Get out of here. It's like the city planners gathered around and said, we got football, cheese, and diabetes, boys. Do we really need anything else? Newsflash, you do. Insulin. Green Bay Packer fans, or as you love to call yourselves, the cheeseheads. Your hats look like wedges of cheddar, and you proudly wear foam cheese bras like you're auditioning for a wealthy pervert's bukaki velveta porn, and we all know where he's going to stick that giant foam finger. Let's talk about that owner title you throw around because you own a share of the Packers. Oh, you're an owner? What was your first executive decision? Making sure the locker room is stocked with Gouda instead of a Gorgonzola? You have as much say in the team operations as I do in what movies get played at the theaters because I invested $1,000 in AMC stock, which is now worth approximately, let's see here. Oh, $59.25. Crushing it. But hey, it's not all curds and way up there in Wisconsin. You do have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wait. No, you don't. I guess that's your Achilles heel. Number four, the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm not going to lie, as a lifelong Chiefs fan, this one hurts a little bit, but we are going to go for it. Fair and balanced. Here we go. You got Patrick Mahomes, the human highlight reel, but you're still doing the tomahawk chop. No, 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 no. That's like driving a Tesla with a pair of truck nuts hanging off the back. It don't make sense. Let's be honest, Casey. You've got a great football team, a legendary QB and ribs that could make a vegetarian rethink their life choices. So why, oh, why do you insist on sticking to not just the chop, but also a chant that even your own franchise is deemed insensitive? You know it's bad when even Hitler would be like, You might want to pump the brakes a little bit on the chanting and this whole thing. It does not end well for anybody, you silly gooshes. Don't do this. This is bad. Don't be doing the chop. You start with the chop, next thing you know, you flip it over and you're in big trouble. Believe me, I started with the chop, then I accidentally flipped it over. Next thing I know, I'm in deep shit. Do you need a signal from Mahomes himself to audible out of this one, or are you waiting for Andy Reid to draw up a more inclusive chant on his Waffle House menu play sheet? Kansas City, you got Arrowhead Stadium. It's named for Native American artifacts. If you love history so much, maybe it's time to join us in the present. You've mastered barbecue. How about you smoke out those antiquated traditions while you're at it? Number three, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I'd fuck me. Was she like a big old fat person? (laughs) Yeah, besides being named after the killer in Silence of the Lambs, Recently, your owner, Terry Pagula, said some things that make the tomahawk chop seem pretty open-minded. But let's set that aside for now and just talk about your fandom. Bills fans, or should I say, Bills Mafia, you're an entity unto yourselves. You know, you've reached a new echelon of fandom when insane clown posse fans look at you and say, Jesus Christ, they need to tone it down. It's as if someone took the energy of a wrestling smackdown and fused it with a demolition derby, then sprinkled the reckless abandon of a college frat party where everybody roofied themselves. Most fans bring grills and beers. You bring plywood and emergency room copays. Of course, those do come in handy when you're doing stuff like this. Go! Go! go. Ah, there we go! You turn tailgating into an audition for Jackass, The Sad Years. Honestly, I can't decide if that's an IQ test you're failing or a Darwin award you're winning. If you've never seen a Bills Mafia tailgate, imagine a Mensa meeting, but the exact opposite. And let's not forget, this is Buffalo, the city where people think wings are food group and snow is a personality trait. In Buffalo, there are four seasons. Winter, still winter, God damn it, still winter, and holy shit, did Andy's dad just shatter his femur jumping off an RV on Sunday Night Football. For our number two spot, let's wing it over to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, which should be renamed the city of brotherly shove, ing doo into your mouth, because we all saw the guy eat a horse apple after the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it! <laughs> You just can't unsee some things. This is a group of fans so raucous and rowdy they had to install a courthouse and a jail inside a veteran stadium, okay? Because nothing screams, go team, like due process before the fourth quarter. That's not a fan feature. That's a federal indictment. Let's face it, the Eagles have a fan base that makes Alcatraz look like a gated community, and it's no wonder why your mascot, Swoop, looks perpetually nervous. He's one bad play away from needing a witness protection program. It's the kind of city where you can feel the crackle of electricity in the air, or is that just the taser one fan used on another in the bleachers? Your fanaticism borders on religious fervor. The only difference is most religions promote peace and love, while the Gospel of the Eagles fans promotes felony assault and public urination. In Philly, pass interference could be a call on the field or when you stab a drunk buddy with a concealed shiv for hitting on your sister. Finally, number one, Dallas Cowboy fans, or as I like to call them, Jerry's Kids. This is a team that's been Jerry Jones' favorite toy since 1989. Not even a Barbie dream house has as many shiny accessories as AT&T Stadium. Jones bought himself a team and a stadium so extravagant that it's got its own zip code and tax bracket. You can almost hear him say, I don't always watch football, but when I do, it's in my billion-dollar palace with Leonardo DiCaprio and a golden bidet. Jerry doesn't really talk like that. It'd be more like, I don't always watch football, but when I do, it's in my golden palace with Leonardo DiCaprio and the golden B-Day. It's not as funny. Yeah, you've got this massive stadium with the jumbotron so large it has its own gravitational pull, but what's it all for? To broadcast mediocrity and 4K resolution? Jerry Jones isn't just the puppet master pulling the strings. He's the marionette, the stage, the theater, all rolled into one egocentric display of excess. Every year, it's the same soap opera, Grand Promises, Big Disappointments, and a leading man, Jerry, of course, who can't read the room or his team's actual needs. The star on your helmet isn't a rating of excellence. It's more like a Yelp review of Jerry's ownership, a solid one out of five stars. You've got a fan base that's more bandwagon than an Oregon Trail expedition. The Cowboys are like that rich kid in school who everyone hangs out with because he's got a swimming pool and his dad's Playboys. But let's be honest, it's not like he earned those toys or the friends that come with him. Cowboys fans love to reminisce about the glory days of the 90s. Yeah, remember when you guys were relevant? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Maybe one day you'll make it back to the Super Bowl, but until then, you'll always have your daddy's, I mean, Jerry's, deep pockets. Nope. Oh, you know what that sound means. It's time for the wrap-up. There you have it, folks. Whether you're a diehard Steelers fan who thinks every year is our year, or a Jets fan who's just waiting for the sweet release of death, NFL fandom is the great American pastime. It's the highs, the lows, the oh no, he dance, the butt fumbles, the immaculate receptions that keep us coming back for more. If you're a true NFL fan, or even if you're just here for the halftime bathroom break, hit that like button. Subscribe and ring the bell. Share your craziest NFL fandom stories in the comments below.